Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Monday, Tuesday, hump day is halfway. It's Mike Shope. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> and the Bulldog. Hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Guess what today is? It's hump day. Woohoo! On WGR. Hump day! Sports Radio 550. Do you have uh, anything on in the attic today? Uh, heat a little. It wasn't that cold up here. You mean like, am I watching TV? Yeah. No, I'm not. I am not. Should I be? Is is my soccer team playing? I don't even know. They might be. They're down one nothing at home to Leeds in the first minute. Oh well. Unless you've changed teams again. Let me get again. <laughs> the hell kind of crack is that? It's been oh, ten wait. years. That's again. Me. That's me. Yeah. I, I uh, oh, good. Yeah, no, thank you. I, I, yeah. Well, you can tell I sort of knew they were playing, but I wasn't right, right on top of it. But I'll, I'll get right on it. Let me, let me see if it's on my, uh, it's on my stream. Leads, leads. Yeah, I have a bet with a friend. I bet these. you do. He, uh, this, this guy, I didn't even know he was into soccer, and um, sent me a message, uh, predicting he, he wanted to bet on Leeds finishing in the top ten this year. And I said, sure, I love action. Fine. So when bet. was this bet made? Before the season? Yeah, before the season began. Yeah. Are they in the top ten? It's 10? not going well. They're like 17th, I think. So they just fired their manager, Yeah. who so I they... think they had just signed a big money. Yes. And last... this, is, yes. this is the team with some American players, right? Leeds? I, did... no I, don't want, I don't want to guess names. I think so. I, yeah, I'm not real positive of that. If they have two, I was right. By real positive, I mean I have no idea. Two is some. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying well, all sure. I need is two here. A couple. Are you <laughs> – we don't have to talk about this now or ever. <laughs> Are you as uh, fascinated as I am by the text from Greg Bauck today? I, I – you know, sure. I I didn't 
reply because I wasn't really sure where everything was going, and I, and I, it was it was kind of confusing. I'll admit, I looked at it once, laughed, and then was like, I don't really know, and then I moved on to other things, and until you just brought it up, I kind of forgot that that even happened. Okay, I'm thinking that maybe you didn't get the picture. I did, with the with the screen grab. Yeah. Yeah. No, I saw that. Okay. I did see that. Okay. Yeah. It was the stuff about your wife and Fox Sports that confused me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I see. <laughs> yes, Greg uh, was watching. I mean, it's like, to all of us, the three of us, it's just the worst thing you could ever have happen to you in life, to be stuck watching one of these sports arguing shows. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, they've got to be having it, a day today. It might be something that, that's, that might surprise people who listen to us, but it really, I, there's, there's nothing I'd less rather watch than the fake arguing about sports and so greg is whatever you know intensity i have toward that and that opinion greg is that times a million like he just you know just thinks it's the absolute worst thing that could ever happen to anyone in life is to have to watch these shows but the point was how he sent us a screen grab of the earth sports fortress of pantheon our Mm -hmm. creation from 2006 and it's like it's terrible. Like it look, it's terrible. Seventeen years later, there are many weird names on here. Like what were we thinking? But it's seventeen years ago, so it's okay. And Greg's mm-hmm. point was he was at work and they were arguing about LeBron James, and he just that's when he made his point. Like this, how to, how can anybody, you know, watch this? And so um, you know those are those are connected things. You know, like is LeBron the best ever? Well, two thousand six, we didn't think so. You well, yeah, he was only he was only like four years into his NBA career. <laughs> we, we were not ready to anoint him <laughs> as an all-time great. I got, I want to check this to make sure because I know we're on the radio and people listen to us, and I don't want to give anyone like the wrong information. But I'm pretty sure at that point he was not the NBA's all-time leading scorer. Right, right. I agree. That's right. He only is today. I watched right. that. I watched that last night. Good. Yeah. He said something ridiculous. They stopped the game, and he said something ridiculous about what an important moment it was for him. Like, he just went way way overboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whatever. Yeah. It's just for show. Yeah. Um, just needed the Lakers to win by seven. That would have been nice. But Oh, yeah, that didn't happen. I did, because I, I hopped on the LeBron. He'll get he'll get his 30, like thir- over 35 points. I'm fine. I'll do that. And But, but I attached it to them winning the game. That was stupid. Didn't happen. No. So, um... The Earth Sports Fortress of Pantheon. Hope, hopefully, somebody we're still we still got it to the extent that somebody will point out to me. I'm going to ruin it now, but that that doesn't make sense. Uh, I always loved when that <laughs> I loved when that would happen. Sorry, but the name doesn't make sense. A fortress and a pantheon, kind of the same. I know, uh, but that's the point. That's the joke. That was the idea. It was just pr- pretty absurd from inception. The Earth Sports Fortress of Pantheon. And you know there would there would be some changes. Some changes are necessary yeah. here. The idea was this. Yeah, go ahead. Thank 30, you. I was about to do this. Yeah, we have to do this. It's seventeen years. <laughs> thirty all time. The thirty all time sports greats. And if the problem with the halls, the halls of fame is new people are always going in. No one ever comes out. You you just lower the standard gradually every year because you know just more people. It's a higher percentage, more people are in. I don't know if that's a higher percentage, actually, but whatever. Like, just okay. That's the Hall of Fame in sports. Halls of Fame. It's just sort of exhausting. I think. Like, just, oh, 
right. another group of guys are are legends. It's the standard's too low with, with or without that point. It's too low. Right, but we created it to try to and, and I don't know, did we start the Hall of Fame rejection committees shortly after that or did that precede it? I don't I don't remember I, the timing. I was doing was the, the, re- the rejection committee at my old job. Okay, all right. So that came with me. Okay. So I mean th- th- but those were sort of sidecar you know, th- those were those were companion pieces if you will. <laughs> what what what's so great about it? Like anytime you wanted a debate, you just had it. Um Tiger Woods. Two, by 2006, he was probably undeniable. In 2001 or 2000, he wasn't, maybe, mm-hmm. undeniable. So, all right, well, I want to add Tiger Woods to this. Someone comes along, and Roger Federer or somebody comes along, and you know that they belong, but somebody has to come out, so who comes out? And we would, any, any day we wanted, we'd just sort of bring, one, bring somebody up mm-hmm. and argue about whether Secretariat belonged in this thing more than Carl Lewis did. Yeah, right. You know, like just yes. yes. Um, and then that that'd be there'd be a ceremony, a, a, a mythical ceremony, mm-hmm. where the new person would be inducted into the Earth Sports Forces Pantheon, and then sadly, the yeah. uh, other person would have to leave. The banquets, man. Oh. I mean, when all these people showed up the at these banquets, I mean, thousand dollars a plate. I mean, it was really something. Yeah, to see Jackie gala. Robinson. It, gala to, is a word, even. Yeah, to see Jackie Robinson at that gala, and to see Jesse yeah. Owens, and you know. The, <laughs> Babe Didrikson Zaharias would come and everybody and would flock. And Secretariat would be in the room. Just what a what an occasion. <laughs> uh, but, man, I love this. So I tweeted the list. I don't know if Greg just has this or knows where to look, uh, but he's got it from our website in 2006. <laughs> and, uh, you know, maybe not today, but someday we might uh, want to hack at this again. Yeah, it, it probably does need some freshening up. I would agree. I would agree. Definitely. Uh, a, a, a quick glance at it. Uh, as I said, I, I, I saw it. I knew what it was. I didn't study, you know, who was in each, you know, category, uh, you know, for specific sports or anything. But I knew, like, right away, like, that's what it was. And then the, the whatever whatever the exchanges between he and you after that, I just sort of went, I, I, I don't have anything to add here. And just I put it down. Here's Here's how old it is. There are two quarterbacks in the Earth Sports Fortress of Pantheon, Johnny Unitas and Joe Montana. Now, you know, maybe yeah. hold, hold on a second. Maybe that's okay. Maybe they are the two best still. Nobody ever seems to say that. But you could. Yeah, I don't think I would. I don't think I, I would. Could, no. But you could. I don't think I would. Peyton yeah. Manning has to be in. Brady. Yep. Say, uh, like Federer and Nadal, if we still give tennis the same mm-hmm. weight, um, like Usain Bolt or somebody like that could be because we yeah, have track and field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Auto racing. I don't know. Like I said, we don't have to do this today, and here I am doing it. <laughs> right, right. Doesn't does F one drive? Does Lewis Hamilton have to go Lewis in now Hamilton. ahead of somebody because he won seven in a row or whatever it was? Yeah, maybe. Well, uh, anyway, that's out there for your reading pleasure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I welcome takes. I welcome takes, especially the ones that don't like the name or don't <laughs> yes. realize that it's from 17 years ago. <laughs> Those will be my favorites. Here is a question. I can't remember. I, I do remember talking about this on the show. I don't remember if you were with me. I kind of think you weren't, but I couldn't think of like a recent day where you were off. Did we talk about the Bills schedule next year? 
and how they play. You were we did have this conversation. Yeah, we did. We yeah. I, I, please fill we it did. out because I, I it sounds familiar, but I don't remember specifically what what we were. Oh, we were talking. I remember talking about primetime games and how I thought the Bengals maybe sort of unseat them, and so instead of just assuming they get the five like I did last year, maybe they're down one and the Bengals get a little extra juice because they've sort of passed the Bills. I remember talking about yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. I remember you saying that. And I don't really think that. And that, that's right. We had that conversation. So the two teams in the Super Bowl, you know, if you didn't know, the Bills play on the road next year against both of them and the Bengals. They go to Kansas City again. They go to Philadelphia. And they go to Cincinnati. Which means that, assuming nothing changes and – even today, Goodell was talking, and he did talk about flexing Monday night games, which is kind of cool. But they're still going to be, whoever wins Sunday night will almost definitely host the first game of the season next year, just like the Rams just did. Mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong, I know that we disagreed on just the guess of whether the Bills would get the call there against the Rams. You thought they would. I thought they would really right from the first time we had the conversation right yeah right through yeah. right and I thought they wouldn't you know just guessing like mm-hmm. the Bills and Rams could be a better midseason game I've I've always said I don't think the first game of the year you want to be the best game like the best matchup um, that seemed to change a little bit last year there were some changes in the broadcast you know booths and like Denver Seattle with Russell Wilson anyway. I don't know if they think about it quite the same way. Um, but is it different this year for you in whether you want it? Oh, I'd love it again. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't think I'm craving it like I was last year because, you know, I just wanted whatever cachet, credibility would come with it. And, you know, we a lot of us, you know, there were a lot of different ways – fans could be feeling, you know, in their feelings about the Bills' ascension and arrival to, like, you know, to the top tier, if you will, and that was certainly a way to signify it. And so I was craving it. I, I You know, I'm not, I'm not craving it the same way, but I certainly have no reason to be against the idea either. Um, and, I, I, and I do have I, – I do think that they'd be a very strong consideration – for, well, I mean, they, they probably would be a strong consideration for either. If, you know, they're playing both, whoever wins. Um, I, I think Philadelphia, though, with Dallas and the Giants in their division, sort of, I would favor them getting that game against Philly, whereas against Kansas City, I mean, do the Bengals go there again this year? I shouldn't say again, but do we know if the Bengals go to Kansas City? They were, would play again, but right. it's probably in, well, I don't know. They'll play okay. again. They'll, they both yeah. finished first, so they'll they definitely fin- play. Yeah, right. The yeah. Bills play the AFC West next year, so they'd be South versus North. The Chiefs would go to Cincinnati, I think. Okay. Um, I, actually, I'm not sure. I, that, I'm not sure at all. That doesn't have to be right. All right. I, a quick Google search will get us an answer yes. there. Yes. I'm too busy watching Man United try to tie this game now to use my iPad for you know work <laughs> um but we'll, we'll figure that out i i think i think the bills are a more attractive opponent for the chiefs than they are for philadelphia because of dallas and the giants is all i was gonna say and i was i was thinking that cincinnati you know could be, they, they play in kansas city they play okay i think 
I think if I'm NBC, is that who still has that game? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's NBC for one week on a Thursday, and then it's Amazon for the rest, right? Um, I, I think Cincinnati will have more cachet than the Bills for that matchup. And so I would predict sitting here today that they get that game if Kansas City wins and that Dallas or the Giants get it if Philly wins. I have to figure out why I don't agree with that because I, I know that I don't, but I don't think I make a very good case. I think the story of the Bills is more interesting than the Bengals in that they have not made it yet, and it's been for longer. The Bills have been an elite team for three years and have not made it past the AFC Championship. And the Bengals have been this for two, and they've already made a Super Bowl. And I think that makes the Bills an interesting team to cover, to put it one way, uh, next year. Like, Because a lot of people think that that's important. And it's easily tapped into. Like, It's an easy story. Is there something wrong with the Bills or not? And so you you put them in... I don't know, I'm not meaning exactly week one at the Chiefs or at the Eagles or something like that necessarily, but you you put them in a big spot early in the season, and that's what we're talking about. Like, can they can they make it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that we're we're riding this ride together here. Like they've gone from wow, this is incredible. We've never known life like this. What an amazing team. Oh well, they lost, but next year sky's the limit to they totally were good enough to win, and I don't know how they didn't, but next year, you know, they'll be the favorite, and everything's fine, mostly. Just a, a horrible ending in 21 that we may never live down, but still, like, future's very bright. To this moment, which is, oh, like a big gut punch, this ending this year, losing at home, not even close, not even to Kansas City. And just, okay, well, now we're, it's not new anymore. The Bills are not a new thing anymore. And just what will they do to get there? Like, how? what will they do? They've mm-hmm. tried different things. And here we are, three years of this, and they are no closer yeah. than they've been. Well, see, that, that's the way you just laid that out is part of the reason. I, I'm envisioning somebody in a $5,000 suit sitting in a boardroom somewhere saying almost exactly that as a reason to not put them in the game. Like, yes, they're a compelling story, but do you trust them? Are you sure they'll be one of these teams again this year? They probably will be, Mm -hmm. but are they, are are there more sure, is there more of a sure bet about that? And I think Cincinnati, I mean, they're two for two in getting to the AFC title game. And like you said, got to a Super Bowl. The Bills haven't, even done that yet and they you know went backwards after getting to the title game two years ago in the last two years they've lost in the same divisional round and incidentally to these two other kingpin teams in the AFC um you know I'm not even really considering outside of those top three who else could be a candidate for this game but within those top three I think Cincinnati because they're still I don't know they they're they're at a level that's above the bills right now and so, you know, at the same time, they're not as compelling, like, from a personality, like, watching a guy do amazing things standpoint, Burrow is not Allen. He may be just as effective or more effective uh, and more successful, ultimately. We'll see. Um, but 
he's not the he's not the athlete. He's not he's not the TV show that Allen if, is. If this isn't the same thing, he's not even he's not a bigger star. He's not as big right. of a star as Allen. That's is. right. That's right. exactly. That's that's all it is. Yes, that's an easier way to say it. Um, you know, but even with that, I, I think the Bills stumbling, if that's an okay way to put what has happened here in the divisional round the last couple of years. I mean, maybe maybe last year was a stumble. This year was more of a like a face plant, um, losing like they did at home in the snow to the Bengals. I I just I'm not sure that you'd want to trust that they're I don't know that they're on that level. No, I, I'm not. I, I think that's a good point. I think that's a good point. So if it's Philadelphia, for let's do this. If it's Philadelphia that wins, they play, as you said, the, AF, the NFC East, Dallas, Washington, New York, any of those teams maybe, but, you know, Dallas, rival, everything. That's everything. New York, like, who don't rule out the big markets. So you have mm-hmm. the three divisional opponents. You have the Bills, and maybe. And you have San Francisco also is on next year's Eagles home schedule. A rematch of the NFC Championship, but with maybe the San Francisco can get through a quarter with a quarterback. The Chiefs host the Bills again, as we all know, and it drives us crazy. They host the AFC West, of course. I don't know. that those. There's good arguments for those teams. Yeah. There could be for any of them. They also host the Eagles. And the, straight, and the Bengals. Straight, straight to the rematch. Maybe. And the Bengals. So, I mean, last year there were other possibilities, too. It was never yeah. just, like, obvious that yeah. the Bills should have it. But this year there's definitely competition for whichever yeah. team wins. And much like last year, I think we, we might have done some of this last year, talking about who was going to L.A. Um, I think the Raiders were, you know, a, a team that we talked about. Right. If they do, I mean, they got Devontae Adams, and that, that gave them some juice. But we thought they might make a change at quarterback. Now we know they are. Like, if they get Aaron Rodgers, I might want to bet everything on it being the Raiders and Chiefs on opening night if the Chiefs get that game. Love it. Best uniform match. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Shop in all of sports. Well, never too early to uh, break down next year's schedule. (laughs) What's the perfect week one? Is it at the Super Bowl winner? Is it, you know, just your basic Jets-Bills home game or something like that? Anyway, it's pretty it's, it's a ways off. I I've, think I've not thought about this before right now. I mean, you know, despite the prior conversation about the opener. Yeah. Um, it, you know, the Thursday night opener. As it pertains to the Bills, I'd still like it, but I might prefer, I don't know, I think you were in this spot I don't know if it was last year or the year before. Just give me Sunday one o'clock, and I'm thinking, give me Miami. Okay. Like it's not a walkover. It you know that's a team that gave you I mean three very hot, hotly contested football games last year. It's a division rival, um, but it's you know, it's not the marquee matchup. It's not the well, I mean it could be a primetime game I suppose, but it's not the Thursday opener obviously. And it just feels a little bit more like let me let me just sort of get up and running here. <laughs> I, I might I might prefer that idea this year than the allure and the attraction of being in the spotlight on opening night. For selfish reasons, I don't want the Thursday night because in Vegas, like that just changed what I was mm-hmm. able to do there. Uh, but that's just you know you can have your own reasons. I can have mine. I think that's probably fair. I'm not sure this is saying anything. Any game on their schedule could be worthy of being at night. I mean, is that saying anything? Like, there aren't games here. The Jets could be interesting. New England games end up on prime time. You're making the Miami point. Jacksonville might be interesting enough. Uh, Tampa Bay maybe won't be with Brady gone, but yeah, that would be the... The Giants have a, have a story and a connection to the Bills. Dallas is here. Denver with Sean Payton is here. Maybe the Raider game goes to London. One of these games is going to go right. to London. And Buffalo at... Chiefs, Chargers, Eagles, Bengals, Washington, and the division. That's the list. That's the whole list. Like, every one of those, probably least of all Washington, um, you could see it. Like, you could see that game uh, at night. Hard agree. Yeah. Schedule season. Just getting underway. Talk about changes the Bills will have to make or maybe have chosen not to make here in the offseason. And more on Sunday's game, of course. Eric Wood is in Phoenix, and he'll join us today at 4. He promised us one chat here this week, and he seems eager to do it. So that'll be today. Also, we'll have Sal on. Tomorrow, no Joe Ostrowski, but we have we have Tyler Dunn tomorrow. We have Ross Tucker tomorrow, and we have Aaron Schatz tomorrow, and they're all in Phoenix. Just like being there, isn't it? And and then I have an idea for Friday, but I'll I'll wait till the break is over and run it by you. Okay. 
803-0550 for your calls. Thanks for being with us. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. Ron, looking ahead, do you think your starting quarterback week one is on your roster right now? Well, I think he most certainly can be. I, I know this. We will go into OTA's minicamp and training camp with Sam Howell more likely QB1, and we'll see what happens. I mean, it's his opportunity. This is a challenge to him. You know, if he comes out and does the things that he's capable of, we believe he's capable of, he can most certainly be our guy. But we'll find out. And, again, that's what competition is going to do. It's going to bring out the best in all our guys. Ron Rivera. Wow. Good thing you waited until the very end of the year to play the kid. No kidding. He played week 18 against Dallas. Did all right. I guess they were they they were in the hunt the whole time, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. That's that softens your criticism. A, li- a little bit. Uh, yeah. I mean, a, a little bit, but still, big picture, you'd rather have more information on this guy than you have right now rather than have to start the season trying to figure it out or start it, the summer figuring it out. He's a third round pick, Howell. Fifth round pick, actually. Okay. Fifth round pick, look, it's it's uh, well known. The earlier you're drafted, the more your team will give you chances, you know, the more the rides on you. You get to Atlanta is interesting to me for this. Uh, Ritter is the guy's mm-hmm. name in Atlanta. He was a third, a third round, round pick. pick. Yeah. Yes, as was Malik Willis in Tennessee. Willis played a little bit. That didn't go great. Ritter hardly at all. Like he's somebody who the Atlanta coach might sound exactly the same as this with Desmond Ritter. Third round pick. It's early enough. I, I want to make my like a big make my big statement first and explain it. Never draft a quarterback in the third round. <laughs> no it, man's land. It's no man's land. Yes. Because it's it's second day. It's valuable enough to require you almost you know you there's going to be pressure on you to see who you've got you know mm-hmm. is is he good Malik Willis is this he you drafted him in the third round yeah everybody thought he'd go earlier but he didn't you you made the investment what are you willing to give to it is it all just going to be behind the scenes is it all just going to be we're going to watch him in practice and we'll tell we'll let you know <laughs> because we can't see him play in practice you know or the preseason it's like a wasted pick. It's early enough to be a wasted pick if you don't look at the guy. If your quarterback is amazing, if Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee's example is amazing, you never need Malik Willis, then okay. I mean, Jordan Love was picked in the first round, and it's kind of been that. There's been a lot of drama with that. It's more what people talk about. But, you know, you, if you don't need him, you don't need him. And whatever. You, you could have picked someone else, sure. But it's not early enough for you to... Like, it's not obvious that the guy's going to get a chance at all. You know, it's sort of in that middle. Mm-hmm. At, at the fifth round, who's expecting anything? Oh, you're like hoping a prayer. Sure. Fifth round For, quarterbacks, yeah. like, oh, okay, that, that makes sense. If there's an injury, diamond in the rough. Anything like that. Take Who's making time. a team anyway? He can, yeah, he can back up for three years, and you know, maybe we'll see glimpses or whatever. But you're, you're not. There's no. There's no pressure to make something happen, really. Right. So um, maybe Powell will be good enough. I mean, Brock Purdy was the seventh round, um, but doesn't have to be. I, I wanted. I'm glad this came up because I want to ask you about the carousel draft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is I thought fr- that might be what you're going to ask me about Friday or bring it, up. Yeah. Friday. What do you think? 
I haven't yeah. asked anybody else yet. I mean, I don't know. Is it a little weird to do two days before the Super Bowl? That's the only yeah. question. That I mean, yeah. That, that what are, We should be breaking down like yeah, gap integrity, the Chiefs' I, gap integrity? Sure, or talking about what I, I Gatorade I colors? Sure, yeah, prop bets and just the, the, the Super Bowl. I, it feels like something that should wait until that game is over, in my opinion. Okay, next week. Yeah, maybe yeah. for the yeah. for the carousel draft. Yeah, I, lo- I mean, I love the idea. Oh, how many teams do you can you think of that probably will have a new quarterback next year? Now, Washington, what do we do with that? Does that not count? How was he started their last game? Is yeah. that is that somebody new? How do we do that? I forget. Was it? It was either like. Somebody new from the end of the season or somebody new from the beginning of the season. Right. I yeah, I'm not we'll have to we'll, well we got some time. <laughs> because you don't want to do it Friday. We've got we've got as much time as you say we have. We've got some extra time anyway. I, I bought us some time. Like yes. really I was Yes. I was, I was yes. looking to protect the planning and development of this uh right on of this production. So yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean we you can still pick them, but if it, if if it ends up being Howell, then because it sounds like he's going into the off season as their number one quarterback. Mm-hmm. So if you pick them, I don't think you get. I mean, what are you getting there anyway? Uh, you get a, you get a year, you get one point, right? That's how we did it. Number of years he's been in the league, right? So you'd get two, but I don't I don't think it counts. It doesn't feel yeah, like it, it should count. He's like the incumbent already. Like Ron Rivera is telling you, he's the incumbent. So you could still pick Washington, and if somebody else, you know, they they go and sign Matt Ryan or something, then you know, you, you win. Yeah, you clean up. Um, but I don't think you would get credit for Howell. It it should be somebody who wasn't on their team. Right. That okay. seems like what we probably did. I'm not sure, but that feels right to me. Somebody who yeah. was not on the team. Well, how many teams? I mean, I, I'm I saved. Um, I don't want to say it's the latest Bill Barnwell piece, but it's from you know only six days ago. And he ranked the 13 QB needy teams hmm. and, and wrote about, like, you know, is this a, you know, what's attractive about this situation? What isn't attractive about this situation? And uh, Washington, I, I, I got to scroll here, but I, I, they're almost certainly on this list, I think. Yes, they are. Um, you know, and you, you probably could figure out the, the 13 teams, I think, if you just, you know, look at the standings, which is, you know, Jets, Jets, Raiders, obviously. Um, I don't know, 49ers are on this list. I guess I mean, they've got injuries, so I don't know what, what they're going to do. That's a that's a harder one to crack. Um, but, you know, Atlanta is there. Seattle is there, although they have an answer in, in-house. Geno Smith, that'd be a risky pick for our draft, I think. Tampa's on the list, obviously. The Saints are on the list. They're meeting with Derek Carr today, right? That's happening. The, the question, in terms of our draft, not that this is – going to be interesting to people necessarily but the way we've done it you're trying not just to find teams who will have a new quarterback but you're trying to find teams who will have old new quarterbacks right veterans whoever gets rogers is the team you want to pick first right. whoever gets Carr is the team you want to pick second assuming those guys move mm-hmm. um like ryan fitzpatrick the one year when he went to washington or whatever that what was it washington like he was worth a million yes. points or 15 to 20 points because that's how many years in the league he'd served so that's better than picking Jacksonville when they draft Trevor Lawrence because that mm-hmm. you get one point for that. We should probably, you know, 
all of us should probably sit down and examine this format. Because that really is kind of just almost silly, the difference. The quarterback carousel draft coming to a show sometime soon. Do you, are you assuming Dorsey and Frazier are safe at this point? Yeah. Yeah. I am. I, you know, the only thing that would slow me down, it, it, let, let me answer the question for you. Yes, I think they are. I think something would have happened by now. Um, or at least we'd be hearing about something. But the only thing that could give you pause there is that the Bills under Bean and McDermott have been relatively tight. Like, they're not a leaky team to me. Um, I think a lot of what you hear attached to them is often conjecture. Um, at least that's that's how I look at it. Anyway, I don't have to be right about that. And certainly it depends on who's telling us, you know, what they're telling us. Um you know, do, do I trust this reporter or whatever sort of thing? Um, but I, I, I feel like it would have happened. Something would have happened by now. Like, these people are getting hired, and, you know, movement around the league is happening. Uh, we got through already last week was the, was the you know, Mobile um, and, and that game, Senior Bowl. Mm-hmm. And so all the, you know, all the machinations of the coaches trying to position themselves and movement around the league, like that, that – that part of the cycle already passed. I just feel like something would have happened by now if they were going to do something. I don't have to be right about that, but it just feels like, you know, we're we're rolling up on three weeks of the well, season having ended. I, I have to agree. I mean, some of the biggest names in the coaching ranks who've been hired are assistants. Brian Flores, for example. Steve Wilkes, who was coaching in Carolina going to San Francisco. Like yep. these moves, these are former head coaches, Wilkes in two cases. Like Vic who, Fangio. Is Vic one. Fangio. Uh, love it. The mighty Vic Fangio. He is back in, in Miami. So those are the guys you would want the most people would want the Bills to go after if they were making a change. Like those are big names who've been head coaches and that has not happened. So that makes me think maybe this is just I just don't know that it's right. Like it's it feels right but yep. you know, we've seen them that, yeah. Wait. Well, what's what may be different now? Like I, I agree. Like that. Generally, you, my thought process would be similar. I see those big names. I, I see if there were a job available here, the Bills would certainly be attractive to big names. But the reason that McDermott, I think, was applauded for hiring Leslie Frazier in the first place, um, was that he was a new head coach. And Frazier had head coaching experience, and that that made sense. Well, McDermott maybe doesn't need that anymore. So you could, you you could hire a less you know a, a less known name, and still change it out because you don't really need that piece of it anymore. Um, but even saying that, I mean, it's more just I'm just wishful thinking it into existence. I I, I don't think anything's happening. You know, Frazier did coach in the playoffs as a head coach for Minnesota one year, 2012. And that's the game, I think, where they lost their quarterback. Right. Ponder had some crazy bruised bicep or something and had to sit out at the last minute. Is that that game? Joe Webb. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Bills, Former Bills great Joe Webb. So that was so Frazier with Minnesota was their three he was an interim coach the first year and then for three full seasons 
Um, maybe some fans didn't know that, but he, you're right. He does, he does have head coaching experience. We'll take a break. Eric Wood coming up at the top of the hour. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here. You can reach us, 803-0550, here on WGR. Cake. <laughs> Maybe I was just pointing to... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. A piece of cake. Maybe. <laughs> Today, Eric Wood, Sal Capaccio. Tomorrow, Tyler Dunn, Ross Tucker, Aaron Schatz. Friday, probably not the quarterback carousel draft. So Friday's wide open at this point, at this time. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, Sam Monson, among our guests. See Sam's picture of Joe Montana today? I did not. I saw Sam, I think, surrounded by police. Was the only thing I oh, saw yeah? on his Twitter feed today. Yeah, I don't, what did, I don't what did know. he say? Someone said, "Is Sam being arrested?" And he quote tweeted it with, "It's everything's going great." And I, so I, I don't know. I did not. I lost the plot after that. So I don't know what if that what was happening there. Can you get away with saying running backs don't matter around police in Arizona, or is that something you get arrested for? <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. Did he did he say something nice about Kyler Murray? <laughs> he got arrested. I don't know, but he took a picture of Joe Montana. I don't think this is Sam's show montana is sitting there like you said with us a couple times you know mm-hmm. we've we've cracked about radio row and sort of the what it's just insidious a little bit like how yeah. how it works yeah. Yeah. uh many times but i, I want to say joe montana was a treat and he was he was delightful mm-hmm. um twice in person i think at least and then once or twice on the phone he was often talking about blood pressure awareness. That was Montana's cause yeah. when we would talk to him. And so he was not somebody that made you feel like you were bothering them or anything like that. He was very, very kind. 100% agree. And there are it's, – it's good for you to say this because you're – I know it sounds like when I talk about it, I'm you know, always telling these stories about it. it's like, you know, it's quintessentially like all the gross stuff about pro sports. But there are it, it's a great opportunity to meet people and, and they're all not, you know, trying to sell you a roll on deodorant. No, that was Ocho Cinco, right? That was it. He was deodorant. I think so. Erlocker was deodorant because I got him Erlocker. to sign one for our old boss, Andy. Right. He signed like a right guard or something. That's right. <laughs> Brian Urlacher was one of these people. I brought it back and gave it to Andy. He was nice. He was nice, too. Yeah. I thought. I remember him Mm -hmm. well uh, from Radio Row. I also liked Aaron Neville. I I was, I didn't like, I didn't like me. Really? Aaron Neville. Did you ask the wrong questions? I just thought I was, I was just sloppy. I just wasn't, 
I wasn't as prepared as I would have liked to have been to talk to someone of Aaron Neville's status. That got my dad's interest. Yeah. Usually all this sports stuff, he doesn't care at all. He wants to. He listens to hear his name once in a while. But he <laughs> he liked uh, that, that his son got to sit with with Aaron Neville. He thought that was yeah. pretty cool. That was a that was a good week. That was Detroit. And so in Detroit, we we met we met we had Trey Wingo in Detroit actually, who we've come to know a little bit. Mm-hmm. We didn't really know him then, but that was Collinsworth. Remember seeing Pat Summerall walk around in Detroit with uh, like, like the, cheerleaders? The, no, he wasn't with the cheerleaders. This is thus. I just told this story on Friday. Nate and I oh, ended sorry. up talking a little bit about this. The, the the story to me that exemplifies what Super Bowl week is. If you're there. It was us sitting there at our spot. Someone was ushering Pat Summerall over to some other show that wasn't our show. Right across. Right. right. And behind him came like the some like I, I, I say vivid, I don't know, some some group of professional pornographer performers. It was porn stars. It was porn stars. Really? Yes. They weren't they those were not cheerleaders. They were not with Pat Summerall. No. They were porn stars and that was I just thought like this is this is the Super Bowl. Let the record be clear. They were not with Pat Summerall. No. It's just a coincidence that they were seen yes. together. Let the record be clear on that. Yeah, that was Detroit. Collinsworth was cool. Chad Ochocinco was cool. Wingo, Summerall. It was like Aaron Neville. That was maybe all one day. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Wasn't John um John he-, he was he John John Heater. John Heater, that was Detroit too. Wasn't that's it? right. Napoleon yeah. Dynamite. That's right. right. And Rob Schneider was next one over. We didn't talk to Rob Schneider, I think. Did we? I don't know. I don't think for we did. Sure. I, I remember seeing him. <laughs> he just churned so fast. I don't remember if we talked to Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. He looked rough, I thought. Like Rob Schneider, but <laughs> whatever. Who am I to say that? Eric Wood coming up next. He's in Arizona. Super Bowl Sunday coming up here, of course, this week. Mike Shope and the Bulldog will, you know, to an extent, preview the game with Eric, talk some bills too, and uh, sort of our last chat with him for a while uh, as the offseason gets going. Back after the update on WGR. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 